You have questions? We have answers. We're two Southern moms on the backside of raising kids. And we have some things to say. We've lived life, made mistakes, and learned some lessons. Join us for answers to the questions you, you just, just want to ask your mom. mom. Merry Christmas. Welcome to another Just Ask Your Mom podcast. I'm Bonnie Blaylock. And I'm Renee Sproles. And we know that Christmas is one of the most highly anticipated holidays of the year, but it can also be, as we've talked about lately, especially stressful for families, especially financially. Yes, but there's good news. It doesn't have to be that way. And with a little bit of extra effort, you can plan to spend within your means over Christmas and not spend January getting out of debt. Now, it is kind of late in the season to budget, but we're, which we'll get to, but there's still some really good ideas even here at the last minute to not bust the budget here at Christmas time. Right. Or you can look at it as, Hey, we're starting next year. We're starting in January and this is what we're going to do for 2024. Exactly. So if you're already struggling with debt, you may need to examine how much you can actually afford to spend this Christmas and make the necessary adjustments to stay on track. Chris, listen, Christmas isn't fun if you're already in debt and then you spend more money. It's just not fun. It just feels like... You know, it adds to the overwhelm. Yeah, it's it feels like... It feels physically awful. So Focus on the Family has um, some great ways to budget for Christmas. Plus, we have some of our own ways that we've budgeted. And we thought we would just share some of these budget-friendly Christmas ideas with you. Yep. So we're not going to do the whole list. You'll have to go to our website for the whole list, but we're just going to give you our, our top ones. Right. So the first one, obviously, would be a proactive approach of saving up in advance. Create this gift-giving list that maybe includes how much you plan to spend on each person. And you don't forget the teachers, your neighbors, or coworkers, incidentals, right? Right. Whoever you're spending money on whoever you're going to buy gifts for and to just decide ahead, put it in, put it in a spreadsheet, write it up on a list. Um, even other Christmas entertainment expenses, like um, sometimes you have to pay to go see lights or a Christmas show or a movie. Mm -hmm. If you like to do a movie when you're out at Christmas, gift wrapping, bows, decorations, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. maybe you spend on those. Maybe, maybe you wrap it in newspaper and twine. Totally yeah. fine. I remember um, going to my grandparents' house at Christmas as a little girl. So this would have been in the 70s. There was always um, presents wrapped in the comics. Yep. Every year. Mm -hmm. She didn't buy. I mean, she bought some wrapping paper. But did, some, did you care? No. Yo, you just wanted I, what was I liked inside. it. It's kind of cool to read. <laughs> like right. we'd, we'd read the outside of the packages before we, before we opened them. So this is simple, you guys. Add up what you want to spend. Divide by 12. And that's what you have to save every month or set aside every month. And if you don't save that much every month, then that's not what you're spending at Christmas mm -hmm. the following year. That's right. That's how you stay out of debt. That's right. So this that seems straightforward, but it does take just a little bit of discipline. A lot of things in life are not complicated. It's just the obedience of walking them out. And obedience is always worth the effort. So we just want to say, hey, that's that's where you want to start in January or figure that out right now. And then you can start for next year, as you said, right. in January. And I liked this one because I think a lot of us don't do this for whatever reason, but we need to just quit it. Tell your family and friends your budget plans. So explain to your family you're trying to stick to your budget. 
especially if you're going to be cutting down from the previous year of overspending and be open about your financial planning with loved ones so that they can be understanding about it. If you're going to be invited to a gift swap or something like that, just decline. Yeah. You can say no. Yeah, I was just talking to a friend uh, today, actually, and their family was taking this fabulous ski vacation, and they had offered to pay for all of it except for, like, incidentals, which would they had sat down and figured would be, like, $1,000. They're like, we don't have it. Mm-hmm. Yes, is it? would it be a great, quote, value? Yeah, except for we don't have that money to spend. So it's not a great value for us. Right. We don't want to put it on a credit card. So I was so pleased to hear her say, you know, we just said we're going to have to decline. Thank you so much for the generous offer. Yeah. And they've said, okay. Yeah. Short-term pain. Long-term yeah. Pain. Yeah. Oh, that's so that's good. That's really good for them. Um, set a dollar amount limit per gift. Yeah. This seems obvious. My mom always had one. My mom's such a great um, household manager. And my dad has said over and over again, he's like, she's so trustworthy. I can lean on her. I know I can trust her to like run the play. So if you say $100 per kid. She's going to run that play. Might be one big thing. Oh, no. Nancy's better than that. (laughs) Because you're going to have the exact same number wrapped up. They were were very much... um, they wanted to be sure there was no favoritism and little kids don't know. They just know numbers, right. right. Of presents. And so she made sure there were the same number wrapped and it had, that takes some planning Yeah, it does to make that all come out. So um, whatever you decide, like it's just so great to set some boundaries and stick to them. And I like doing this, making a list of things I've already bought. I have a spreadsheet that I keep for, our family, our immediate family, which is now our two grown children, their spouses, and my granddaughter, second granddaughter on the way for this Christmas, looking at you, Anna Blue. And it it keeps a track of what I've bought for them in previous years. So I remember like the candy bars that they like, or the gum or the mints, things like that. Um, Incidentals, the socks brands. The socks are expensive, actually. Boy, that really does take down your mental load. Oh, yeah. Just have that ready. Have at hand. And the, why do I do it? Because my mom did it. That's a great idea. I watched her do it. So she just prints that sucker out. We'll take her shopping. She's She's got it printed out and she's marking it off. Mm. There you go. Have well, I gotten the candy for each person? And the, their favorite toothpaste. A toothbrush. And, this, and how like soft, medium, uh-huh. firm. Like she's... She's legit. I told you, <laughs> gift giving is her. That's is, awesome. Is her high on her love language list, so she's she's really good about that. That's great. Um, group gifts. <clears throat> I love this idea, especially if you're going to tell your friends and family, "Hey, we're on a budget. We're going to be a little bit tighter this year. Maybe you want to go in with us and get something for mom and dad." That's a win-win for everybody. We've done that before with David's brother, and that's a very fun thing to do. And and the parents get a nicer gift. Right. It's really nice. It's a good idea. And you can go around your house and find things that you no longer use that you can sell on Facebook Marketplace or consign and create a little extra cash. Lots of young mom friends I know do this. Mm -hmm. Very clever. Yeah. Very, very clever, especially with some clothes. You know, if you've got a a name brand item, you can get $10, $15, $20, $30 for it. Sell a few of those things and there you go. Mm-hmm. That's one person so off clever. your list. So you can also give your time. And this is great for kids or teens or college students maybe who don't have 
much of a budget at all, but you can make a coupon book of tasks that you're willing to help with, like cleaning the house, babysitting, shallow shoveling snow, mowing the lawn, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. So good. I would do um, meals for my friends. I would give them a menu and be like, okay, yeah, one day in January, you just let me know ahead of time. You you can have a pot roast dinner or a chicken dinner or I think it was pork roast dinner. And you just let me know. And that way I could shop ahead and, you know, be frugal about it. And then I would just cook for them and deliver it. Wow. We should all do that. 100% all of us in the church, ladies. And then you got one night off a week at least, or maybe two if it lasts long enough. Yeah. It was very fun for me to come up with and um, they loved it. I also, because um, we were always trying to be careful with money, had a box in the closet for each child labeled with their name. And then as I found things for them through the year, I would put it away, whether it was from a yard sale or Goodwill or the store. Right. It didn't really matter when. And that way, also, that took the mental load off, as you were saying, because it might be February and I found the perfect hedgehog socks, you know, for Emma or whatever it was at that, you know, the age she was at. And I could just sit it back. Yeah. So it doesn't feel so bad and all at once in January and mm-hmm. December. Um, I love this one. I did this one year. Share your family recipe collection. Put your favorite recipes in a photo album. If you have time, you can make the recipe. Take a picture of the finished food and then put that in the on the page like that. Um, you can scan in original recipes with grandparents' handwriting and mom's handwriting on there, which is so precious. Or put family pictures of the family around the table at a holiday with next to a Christmas cookie uh, recipe, something like that. It's so cool. Doesn't take that much time to do. And everyone just loves it. 100% guaranteed to be loved and passed on. Love, love, love that idea. When my grandmother passed away at one point, my aunt took her cookbook. Now my grandmother's handwriting was notoriously bad. So you... A translator. You couldn't, yeah, <laughs> some of version. it you could not read. Um, and so she typed up every recipe and had it bound in a book and gave it all to us. So yeah. it's still precious to have something in her handwriting, but we also had the typed up recipe so we could read what right. she actually made. Right. I love that. We us. still give that for um, n- new couples that are in our family who are getting married. Oh, that's a great That's idea. a book from years and years and years ago. So it's got oh. their great grandparents in it that they don't even know, but they get the family recipes. So, Okay. And then fun. there's the idea of re-gifting. Totally done that. Okay. So <laughs> the worst re-gifting incident I've ever seen is um, it was somebody's wedding gift and they pulled it out of the closet and rewrapped it, but they had forgotten to check for the name, you know, the little name card yep. gift insert. Yep. And it was still in there. Wince. Yeah. <laughs> so just like double check. If you got it as a gift, there's not a little note anywhere stuck back. Right. But it is perfectly fine to re-gift. And make sure you like put a little sticky note on it that tells you who you got it from so you don't give it back to that person. Ooh. <laughs> have you done that? Awkward. I'm not saying I have or haven't done that. I'm just saying that's a good idea to remember to do. Oh, somebody did it to you. Uh-oh. Um, okay. And you can also, the same vein, you can buy previously loved gifts. So, yeah, you can buy secondhand. I love the vibe in our family that it, it is perfectly fine. And we actually consider it a win when you buy something really on sale or from Goodwill that's practically new. Like new, Facebook Marketplace, like new. Yeah. And you save so much money. You, yeah. 
You totally do. Like create a culture of that that's the win, not spending full price. I love that. Yeah, me too. If you have this talent and can sew or knit or crochet, I don't have any of those talents. But if I did, I've seen friends who can paint... um, like a paint somebody's outside of their house, a facade of their house on a framed picture. That's amazing. Um, they can cross stitch a cute little family with the name under it. That's amazing. A little, you make an ornament out of it. Um, they can do a little sweater with a name on it. People are just so creative and inspirational. Use that talent if you have it and mm-hmm. do what you do best. Yeah. And, and even those of us who don't have those talents can make homemade bread. I've done that. Mm-hmm. Cookies jam you know me my my gifts are always going to be food that's right yeah there were years because i i'm a beekeeper that everybody gets honey oh such a great but it gets honey and biscuits that's what you get (laughs) i love that i love that you can offer to babysit i love this idea some families find christmas and all that goes with it beyond stressful or almost impossible if you've got a newborn or a child who's physically challenged so you, you could take the kids for the day so the parents can decorate the tree string the lights outside bake shop or wrap gifts without interruption love 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 this gift, idea gift of time yep 100 i just the more we do life together like the the more joy i have like the more I do life with mm-hmm. others, the more joy. Mm-hmm. I'm, am I tired at the end of the day? Yeah. So do you remember there was one year we had a friend, a elderly, older friend of ours um, who was ill. And some of the kids from church went over and put up all their Christmas decorations. Do you remember mm-hmm. that? I do. What a gift that was. And then the next year that person was no longer with us. Mm-hmm. So um, I just thought, I was just thinking about that this year. What a, what a sweet memorable gift that was and how appreciated it was at the time and they actually uh, my kids especially my daughter became pretty good friends with that person they ended up being kind of a mentor Mm -hmm. person in their life beautiful intergenerational stuff Ooh, that gets me so good Uh, one of these ideas is writing a card of appreciation we talked about this in another episode where you can put all the things you love about someone on little strips of paper and in a tumbler or a simple coffee mug mason jar like a student gave me Mm -hmm. words like art of encouragement, affirming words. You, I cannot overemphasize how powerful that is. Um, we don't get enough of them in our society. We've on our uh, podcast with Alex Lloyd, we talk about how we need 10 positives for every negative that we get and we never get enough. So just to have this is something that people would keep mm-hmm. and pull out again and again to look at. So and, sweet. and those of you who are green thumb, you can give plants. Yeah. So I, I've seen people split their plants. Like it's more precious to me to have like a part of somebody's iris. Yeah. That they've bulbed, they've broken apart than it is just to go to the store and buy an iris. Yeah. To have that from your grandma's yard oh, or from yeah. your next door neighbor's yard. And a cutting. Pass it on. If you know what you're doing, which you can tell I don't because I'm just saying cutting and bulb and those, that's... <laughs> That's it. That's, that's all the words I know about that. That works. That works. And you can get it. You can find out on YouTube how to do it. It's not that hard. I, lo- I really love that idea. Um, one year, there was the old homestead that was my grandparents. And my mom's older brother went and dug up all the daffodils and planted them in her yard. So yeah. that she could have her mom's daffodils. That's year after year after year after year. Every time you see them. So what a lovely thing that is. Mm-hmm. I think seeds are the same way. If you can save seeds, dried seeds from things like that and give them, oh. it just passes on. It's, and it's nature and it's outside, which is our favorite thing. 
you can, of course, do the old reliable cookie exchange and cookie swap kind of thing if you want. You can do a coupon promising a Skype call. Or like regularly? FaceTime call. I love that idea. Like every third Tuesday. Mm-hmm. I'm going to call you, Grandma. Yeah. That's Something fantastic. to look forward to. Yep. We we made scrapbooks. Like we wore that out yeah. for the grandparent gifts. And now it's a gift actually I didn't realize I was giving myself. Because mm. they're all going to come back to me. That's right. One day. So, and they're easier and easier now that there's... So Shutterfly and tiny prints and all the things yeah, online to do. it out with creative memories. <laughs> oh my goodness, yes. You people don't realize how good you have you it. don't. It was like walking uphill to school, <laughs> two miles in the snow. Um, this is one of my favorite ideas. I think I also want to do this for my grandchildren. Buy a book, read it out loud and record it and just pass it around. So one of our dad listeners has done this for his children. I mean, he's not like he travels out of town. He just did it for when he's at work during the day. And he says, calls him by name, and it's like he's holding him in his lap, and he's talking to him as he's reading the story. And so when he's not there, he's there. But you can do that for a gift, too. And I grandparents, love that so much. Do that. If you're grandparents, if you're far away, do it for your grandchildren. That's a, such a lovely thing. Wow. I know. That's one of my favorites on this whole list. I know. You're tearing up on me I over there. Yeah. Just to have that. My goodness. How precious the voicemails and things are when people go mm-hmm. to have a whole storybook read to you. Just... So sweet. I know. Our grandkids are going to have so much, so many podcasts. They're going to be a ride already. All right. Okay, Grandma. (laughs) Whatever. Enough. I I also love the idea of creating a dress-up box for kids because you can go to thrift stores, wash them. Even better is garage sales. This time of year, it's harder to find garage sales because it's cold, but it's more fun. Like Everything as a kid is more fun if it's a real thing than a than a toy so my grandmother's typewriter way more fun than the play typewriter uh, uh-huh. the play calculator or my mom's adding machine my mom's adding machine all day long with the real paper <laughs> and my mom's clothes like I my mom had the classiest like lingerie nightgown sets mm-hmm. and we would get to dress up me and my friends would get to dress up in them um, the pink chiffon with the robe and the lace and all that and I'm telling you that is another era <laughs> Yeah, it is. I got my threadbare gap joggers and my airy <laughs> the t-shirt tank top that's got yellow stains under the yeah. arms. I need to I need to up my game. Sexy woman. <laughs> wow. Like, so the the dress up clothes it just sounds so fun and easy. Yeah. That'd easy, be so fun easy. for a kid. Oh, the wrapping paper ideas I liked. So like wrapping something in a tea towel or a blanket or a photo box, like like a reusable thing. Mm-hmm. Or that could be like part of the gift. Again, thrift stores, yard sales. If you get the heebie-jeebies about that, like you just need to get over yourself because that's <laughs> what washing machines are for. That's what that's bleach right. is for. It's fine. I love this too, that you can wrap things, like go outside the box for things. You can wrap things in old maps. I love that. Or sheet music. So good. You can make um, garlands on the tree out of those things too which are really fun and different looking. I just saw one of those in a, a high-end home tour in Franklin, Tennessee. Ooh, so, yeah. Such a great idea. That's old as new. So making your own gift tags from all those things as well. Mm-hmm. Not just the garlands. Um, you can send Christmas cards digitally. That, I, it's so interesting now that we see each other online all the time, The who sends the Christmas cards and who doesn't. Hmm. We kind of stopped... I think it's a dying art. Several years ago, because 
everyone we when we lived away, it was so fun. Mm-hmm. All of our friends sending us cards and us sending them. But now that we see each other like every day online, it doesn't feel the same. Yeah. And postage. Postage is over 50 cents a letter. Really expensive. Yeah. So if you're trying to have a budget, yeah, that's one thing that can easily go. This is the Christmas <clears throat> card. Yeah. So I love the things, decorations from nature too. Walk outside, find a pine tree or a magnolia tree or some nandina or pine cones or um, berries, that kind of thing. And you can decorate your whole house with that. Or if you have a, a neighbor who has a bunch of it, see if they wouldn't mind you pruning their their trees a little bit. Mm-hmm. Just a, lot, a little bit goes far. So you can make really pretty garlands and things from that for nothing. I love that. Uh, you can also swap stuff with the other families. So if you have are overrun with board games in your house, consider just getting together and saying, hey, let's do a, a game swap. I think uh, Caitlin... My daughter-in-law was telling me um, her parents' church in Oregon kind of does this, has done it at least a couple of times where they just bring whatever from their house. And it's literally just a swap. I don't know if they determine how many things you get to swap. Like you bring seven, you get seven or the value of them or how they determine that. But I love that idea. Mm -hmm. You just kind of do a little house clean out, swap some things, and then maybe donate what everybody doesn't want. Mm Mm-hmm. Why not do it at Christmas? I love that. So let's sort of turn a little bit to think about focusing on others, the things that you can do. Visit a senior's home. That's always fun. I, we that's did that a really, lot. Again, the re- really I think I did it. it a lot because that's what my mom did. I saw my mom doing it. So then in high school, my girlfriend and I would do it. And then when Houston and Emma were little, I was like, well, that's what you do. Right. And it's so fun to bring small kids that Houston would play the piano and he did that for years. Oh, yeah. If your kids have a talent for something like that, that's, oh. that's awesome. And then the old ladies who used to play piano would sit beside him. Yeah. And... That's a sweet yeah. idea. Very sweet. Or little babies. Babies and the elderly um, go together. They like do. Peas in a pod. They do. Um, you can volunteer your time at so many organizations um, all around the, our community. There's community events. Look for free ones in the in the Chamber of Commerce calendars that you have. Um. Consider donating money and resources if you have any to the less fortunate. There's food banks and soup kitchens. Um, a lot of folks I know do like uh, goodie bags that you can give away to the homeless if you stop along the side of the road. Maybe yeah. there's a $5 bill in there, but then there's also like a know, granola bar, warm and, socks, right, yeah. tissues, things like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I know several families who have elementary age kids who like to do that because it's tangible. Mm-hmm. The child can really participate in that. Yeah, I was thinking about that today. Uh, you know, if we as image bearers, what would like, what was the mandate for us? It wasn't like God made the world and he made us and there's a bunch of rules for us to follow. He was like, no, I want you to go like rule and reign and bring order and beauty and life to this earth that I've created. So I was like, okay, so if I, if I disappeared from Murfreesboro, like who would miss me? Like, who am I blessing? And, you know, it kind of made me pause because it's like, okay, I want to be sure I know I'm blessing my family and my circle of friends, but it needs to really be broader perspective than that. And from a Christian worldview, it's, it, we, we want to be, make a difference in the communities we're in. So, uh, you know, just sit with that for a minute. What's your passion? What, what gets you all jazzed up? You know, is it working with special 
needs children? Is it working with the homeless? Is it working with people coming out of jail or addiction? Um, foster care. Mm -hmm. There's so many different ways you can bless your community. And so, yeah, one of those and talk about it with your family and maybe what do we want to do together or what can Mm -hmm. we, what can we encourage each other to do individually and multiply Mm -hmm. those blessings? I think that's a sweet idea. Yep. And we've talked about limiting, you know, your busyness and traveling, but, um, but also I think it's a fun time to reflect appropriate time to reflect because you're about to hit the new year. So I liked the idea of kind of reflecting as a family on what's happened over the year. Kind of like your highs and lows, Bonnie, that you did at the dinner table. But for the whole year. But for the whole year. Broaden it. Uh What was your favorite thing we did in January? Yeah. Pull out the calendar and kind of look at what went on during one dinner that night after Christmas. You know, maybe the week after Christmas when things are kind of in a lull. I think that's a that's a fun idea. That's a great date night idea. Uh-huh. But really, whole family, like, we're, it's just two of us. But I think doing it with your kids, 100%, would yeah. be great. Yeah. Just a, a reflective time. And honestly, that would that would give me a heads up on scrapbooking and stuff. Because it'd be like, I know, now I now know. Right? And I think it gives you an idea, okay, what went well mm-hmm. that year? What didn't go so well? What did people rather, okay, that vacation wasn't so great. We're not going to do that again. Like, Disney didn't come up, but uh-huh. this, like, simple thing came up. Well, that might be a hint. Yeah. If you're not doing reviews and kind of reflections on things, then mm-hmm. you're just kind of guessing. Yeah. And I think it's worthwhile to spend 15, 20 minutes talking about it. So good. So good. Awesome. Well, we've done lots of Christmas episodes this year. I think it's our first year to really hit Christmas hard. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. So you should have plenty of ideas of what to do, what not to do, things you want to wipe off your table, things you want to add in. Mm-hmm. Let us know how it goes. Try. We'd love to hear from you if you try something new or took something off your plate. That would be fun. Um, we'd yeah. love some feed listener feedback Tell if us. you'd be willing to. So these ideas are going to be on our website, justaskyourmom.com, and connect with us on Facebook and Instagram, and take five seconds to rate and review the podcast. This is how people hear about us. Really, 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 we just grow when you share us with your friends and family. Yep. Looking at you, Vermont. Yeah, we Thank love our Vermont Thank you. <laughs> our one person in Vermont. <laughs> and if you have topic suggestions, we are totally open to them. You can send them to us at justaskyourmompodcast at gmail.com. And we'll see you next time on Just, Just Ask, Ask Your Mom. Mom.